Hello, Coffee Break listeners. It's Mark here. And before we dive into today's episode, I have some exciting news to share. Did you know that the Coffee Break podcast is just the tip of the iceberg? We offer comprehensive online courses designed to help you master the language you're learning. Each course includes video lessons, bonus audio materials, lesson notes, quizzes, and more. This week, we have a special promotion on our beginners courses, giving you the opportunity to save over 30%. We want to help you learn the language and live like a local on your next trip. Imagine the confidence you'll have speaking with locals and how it will transform your travel experiences. With many people planning their travels right now, it's the perfect time to start learning. To take advantage of this offer, visit coffeebreaklanguages.com slash podcastlocal or use the coupon code podcastlocal at the checkout on the Coffee Break Academy. But hurry, the offer ends on Friday, June the 14th, so don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Okay, let's get started with today's lesson. Buongiorno a tutti e benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Mark. Ciao a tutti, sono Francesca. Ciao, buongiorno, sono Katie. And how are we all today? Come state? Io sto benissimo, grazie. E tu, Katie? Sì, anch'io sto benissimo. Perfetto. Anch'io sto bene, sto molto bene oggi. Scusa, non abbiamo <ride> chiesto. Ah, interesting. Non abbiamo chiesto. Chiesto is the past participle of the verb chiedere, to ask. Non abbiamo chiesto, we haven't asked. Interesting. Sì. A little bit of sneaky grammar in there, but we'll, we'll keep going. We'll not go, go too much into Aha. that pattern. It's a little more complicated. Anyway, today we are going to be continuing on from where we left off last week. We were shopping for uh, souvenirs in the souvenir shop. And we're also going to be looking at other things that we might be buying while on holiday in Italy. We'll take a look also at some other information that you might need to ask for when you're visiting a tourist information office, for example. All that coming up in this week's lesson. Let's get started. Iniziamo. Iniziamo. Okay, to begin with, we are going to look at four different items of vocabulary that you might need to buy, and then we'll talk about how you would buy these. And we're going to begin with, first of all, una maglietta. Una maglietta. What's that? A t-shirt. A t-shirt. Una maglietta. Una maglietta. Una maglietta. 
So if you're on holiday, you might need to buy a t-shirt or you might be looking for a t-shirt as a souvenir. Una maglietta. Now, how would you say, Katie, I would like to buy a t-shirt? Vorrei comprare una maglietta. Perfetto. And let's use una maglietta in a different construction. How would you say, I am looking for a t-shirt? Sto cercando una maglietta. Molto bene. What about, can I buy this t-shirt? Posso comprare questa maglietta? You see, what we're doing is looking at all the constructions that we've already seen and using a new piece of vocabulary and seeing how we can recreate these expressions with this new piece of vocabulary. One more one. I like this t-shirt. Mi piace questa maglietta. Benissimo. So, mi piace there. Mi piace to me is pleasing. So let's practice these four constructions one more time. I'll say the English. We'll give you some time to think about it and then Francesca will confirm the correct version. First of all then, looking at una maglietta, a t-shirt. I would like to buy a t-shirt. Vorrei comprare una maglietta. And the second one was, I am looking for a t-shirt. Sto cercando una maglietta. And the third one was, can I buy this t-shirt? Posso comprare questa maglietta? And finally we had, I like this t-shirt. Maybe you would say that you like it before you say, can I buy it? Anyway, I like this t-shirt. Mi piace questa t-shirt. Questa t-shirt? Sì, la t-shirt o si la maglietta. Dire. Siamo internazionali. <laughs> so the internationally challenging language can be used to say una t-shirt or una maglietta. Sì. Okay, let's change our item of vocabulary this time. And we're going to look at something else that you might come across. And that is a beach towel. Okay, a beach towel is... Un telo da spiaggia. So we're going to use this word or this expression in our series of different sentences. So un telo da spiaggia, a beach towel. Katie, how would you say I would like to buy a beach towel? We'll give our listeners some time to think about it and then we'll ask you to come up with this sentence in Italian. I would like to buy a beach towel. Kitty. Vorrei comprare un telo da spiaggia. Molto bene. Vorrei comprare un telo da spiaggia. Now, what about I'm looking for a beach towel? Again, let's give our listeners some time to think. Kitty? Sto cercando un telo da spiaggia. Okay, sto cercando. I am looking for un telo da spiaggia, a beach towel. Can I just ask something about the sto cercando? Mm-hmm. Is it like French in that you don't need a separate word for th- for? I am looking for something. We just seem to say sto cercando un telo da yes. spiaggia. 
it's like you don't translate it literally from English. So in Italian, you would just say, I look and you drop the preposition for. So sto cercando un hotel, sto cercando una banca and so on. Okay, thank you. Exactly. The the for is in the verb already. It's kind of in there too, just like to in look French. For. To look for. If you think of cercare as to look for, mm. then it, it'll mm-hmm. help you, you translate. Okay, you don't need the word for. For. Okay, sto cercando un telo da spiaggia. What about, can I buy this beach towel? Kitty? Posso comprare questo telo da spiaggia? Molto bene, posso comprare questo telo da spiaggia. And then our last one, I like this beach towel. Okay, Katie, what's that one? Mi piace questo telo da spiaggia. Perfetto. Okay, so so far we've had una maglietta, a t-shirt, and un telo da spiaggia. Now, let's think about something else. Let's think about something that would be plural. What about Francesca sunglasses? Mm, gli occhiali. Okay, so... Gli occhiali bit... da sole, yeah. actually. Gli occhiali da sole. Mm-hmm. Like il telo da spiaggia. So it's like a towel for the beach. Gli occhiali da sole, the glasses for the sun. So gli occhiali are just normal glasses. Uh-huh. But gli occhiali da sole mm-hmm. are sunglasses. Yes. Okay, let's practice our constructions again, this time with gli occhiali da sole. And we're going to start with the, perhaps the tricky one here. We're going to start with I like these sunglasses. So there's a lot to think about here. These sunglasses, so far it's been questo telo da spiaggia and questa maglietta. Katie, can you work out what it would be for these sunglasses? Just apply the rules that we are used to following. Questi occhiali da sole? Yeah, questi occhiali da sole. Now, the next bit that we need to think about is the I like. Because remember, when we're talking about a plural thing, in the case of sunglasses, we don't use mi piace, but... Mi piacciono. Good. So, mi piacciono. I like these sunglasses. Mi piacciono questi occhiali da sole. Perfetto. Mi piacciono questi occhiali da sole. So, that's the trickiest one. Let's use the questi occhiali da sole again and let's say I or can I buy these sunglasses. Posso comprare questi occhiali da sole. Occhiali da sole. Benissimo. Posso comprare questi occhiali da sole. Now, working backwards, we looked at the expression I am looking for a t-shirt. I am looking for a beach towel. In this case, we have to change things slightly because we can't say I am looking for a sunglasses. Of course, we could say I'm looking for a pair of sunglasses, but we're going to change this because we want to say I'm looking for some sunglasses. And this is a special type of article. It's actually called the partitive article. And we need to make it up with degli in this case. So I am looking for some sunglasses would be... Sto cercando degli occhiali da sole. Good. Degli occhiali 
da sole. I am looking for some sunglasses. Sto cercando degli occhiali da sole. And then back to our very first one. I would like to buy some sunglasses. Katie, what would that one be? Vorrei comprare degli occhiali da sole. Perfetto. Okay, let's go through these one more time. I'll say the English. We'll give you some time to think and then Francesca will say the Italian. Okay, so first of all, I would like to buy some sunglasses. Vorrei comprare degli occhiali da sole. The next one would be, I am looking for some sunglasses. Sto cercando degli occhiali da sole. And then our third option would be, can I buy these sunglasses? Posso comprare questi occhiali da sole? And lastly, I like these sunglasses. And remember, we need to change the verb in this one. Mi piacciono questi occhiali da sole. Benissimo. Okay, so we've done a masculine singular, a feminine singular. That's un telo da spiaggia, una maglietta. We've done a masculine plural, gli occhiali da sole. Let's do a feminine plural. Something else that you might want to be buying at the beach would be flippers. And flippers are? Le pinne. Le pinne. Okay, so le pinne are flippers. And we need to apply those same rules. So this time it's not some sunglasses, degli occhiali da sole, but this time it's some flippers, which are delle pinne. Delle pinne. Delle pinne. So, Katie, I would like to buy some flippers. Vorrei comprare delle pinne. Molto bene. Vorrei comprare delle pinne. What about, I am looking for some flippers. Sto cercando delle pinne. Perfetto. Sto cercando delle pinne. Can I buy these flippers? Posso comprare queste pinne? Benissimo. Sì. Well done, yeah. Posso comprare queste pinne? So, questi, for the masculine plural, becomes queste in the feminine plural. Queste pinne. These flippers. Posso comprare queste pinne. And finally, I like these flippers. Mi piacciono queste pinne. Giustissimo. Mi piacciono queste pinne. Fantastic. Now, that has been quite a long review of those different phrases, but we have introduced a completely new concept in the form of the partitive article. Some flippers, some sunglasses. And we'll be coming to that again in future episodes. Now, just before we leave these particular items that we might be buying in our tourist shop, it's important that we also know how to ask how much they cost. Last time we looked at the expression for how much is it? Talking in, in general about how much the the combination of things that you're buying is. In my case, it was una cartolina and un francobollo. But if you want to ask how much is this, or for example, how much does this t-shirt cost, then you can use a different phrase. And it's actually a very straightforward phrase. How would we say how much does it cost? Quanto costa? Quanto costa? So, Katie, you can now say, how much 
does this t-shirt cost? ¿Cuánto costa this t-shirt? Cuesta maglietta. So the whole phrase? ¿Cuánto costa cuesta maglietta? Isn't the Italian language beautiful? Even a phrase like that. ¿Cuánto costa cuesta maglietta? It's a beautiful <laughs> language. ¿Cuánto costa cuesta maglietta? ¿Cuánto costa cuesta maglietta? And what about how much does this beach towel cost? ¿Cuánto costa cuesto telo da spiaggia? Good. Okay. And you remembered it's cuesto telo da spiaggia. What about, and this is where it gets a little more complicated, how much do these sunglasses cost? Now, the same thing happens here as happens with piace. Mi piace is it pleases me. So, mi piace questa maglietta. But then it becomes mi piacciono questi occhiali da sole. It sounds quite similar when we say quanto costa questa maglietta. But then when we want to say how much do they cost, it's... Quanto costano? Let's hear that again. Quanto costano? Quanto costano? So, Katie, how much do these sunglasses cost? Quanto costano questi occhiali da sole? Molto bene. Quanto costano questi occhiali da sole? And, of course... How much do these flippers cost would be? Quanto costano queste pinne? Molto bene. Quanto costano queste pinne? Fantastic. So now you can ask, how much does something cost? Something that you're looking for. And even if you don't know the word in Italian, you can simply ask, quanto costa? Holding it up. Or indeed, quanto costa questo? How much does this cost? Okay, we're going to take a short break there and we'll be back in just a moment. Interrompiamo questa trasmissione per una comunicazione importante. If you'd like to make faster progress with your Italian, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Allora, cosa aspetti? What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your Italian to the next level, go to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, let's get on with the lesson. Okay, last time we were looking at opening times of various places and we learned to ask the question, when does the church open, for example? What was that? Quando apre la chiesa? Ah, in fact, we learned a slightly different version of that question. That does indeed mean when does the church open, but we learned how to ask at what time does the church open, which was? A che ora apre la chiesa? So, two different ways of saying when or at what time. First of all, we've got at what time. A che ora? A che ora? Or the word for when. Quando? 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 Dimmi quando tu verai. Dimmi quando, quando, quando. <laughs> okay, yeah, quando meaning when. Oh dear. Let's think again about what kind of places that might be opening. For example, one of them may be the tourist office, which is? L'ufficio del turismo, or you could also find l'ufficio turistico. Okay, so let's go with just the l'ufficio del turismo just now. Katie, can you work out how you would say when or at what time does the tourist information office open? A che ora apre l'ufficio del turismo? Okay, a che ora apre l'ufficio del turismo? Or we could have when does the tourist information office open? Quando apre l'ufficio del turismo? Now, when we arrive at the Tourist Information Office, we might need to ask some questions. And we're going to introduce a new construction here. And that construction is the way to ask, what can one do here? For example, you've arrived in a little town in Italy. You want to find out what are the good things to do. So you want to ask that question, what can one do here? Or I suppose it's the same as asking, what can you do here? But we're not really talking about you specifically. It's that generic one. What can one do here? Francesca, can you give us this question in Italian? Cosa si può fare qui? Cosa si può fare qui? So we've seen può before. For example, in the question, mi può aiutare? Can you help me? So this può means can. What can one do here? Cosa si può fare qui? And the fare is a new word. It means to do. Cosa si può fare qui? Cosa si può fare qui? And equally, you might want to ask, what can you see here? Or what can one see here? Oh, I think we've done to see before when we were asking, can I see the room at the hotel? You're quite right. So what was to see? Um, vedere. Yeah. So how would you say, what can one see here? Cosa si può vedere qui? Molto bene. Brava. Cosa si può vedere qui? 
And of course, if you ask either of those questions, then there is a good chance you'll hear that same construction, si for plus an infinitive, back. So let's look at some possible answers to this question, cosa si può fare or cosa si può vedere qui. First of all, one can, let's think, one can go to the seaside or the sea. Oh, che bello. Si può andare al mare. Si può andare al mare. So andare is the verb to go. One can go to the sea. You can go to the sea. Or you could perhaps go to the botanical gardens. Si può andare all'orto botanico. Si può andare all'orto botanico. So two examples using andare, to go. What about you can or one can visit, let's say, the castle. One can visit the castle. Si può visitare il castello. Si può visitare il castello. Perfetto. Si può visitare il castello. Or one can visit the zoo. Si può visitare lo zoo. Si può visitare lo zoo. Now, again, we're using all of these infinitives. And because they're infinitives, you can combine them with other expressions. For example, now you can, you can say, knowing the Italian that you know, you can say, I like to visit the castle. Kitty, how would you say, I like to visit the castle? Mi piace visitare il castello. Perfetto. So it's all about reusing these phrases. And the infinitive is so powerful because we can use it in so many situations. So... One can visit the castle. Si può visitare il castello. Now, one of the questions we asked was, cosa si può vedere qui? What can you see here? Let's use vedere. Uh, Francesca, can you come up with a, an idea that we might be able to see in the town? Mm, well, if you like sports, si può vedere una partita di calcio allo stadio. Okay, calcio is the sport. The national sport, football. Football or soccer. So, <laughs> si può vedere una partita di calcio allo stadio. So, at the stadium. Let's hear the whole sentence again. Si può vedere una partita di calcio allo stadio. Si può vedere una partita di calcio allo stadio. Okay. And uh, maybe something else we could see. What about a film at the cinema? Si. Si può vedere un film al cinema. Si può vedere un film al cinema. Good. So, si può vedere un film al cinema. And I'm sure you're already thinking about how you would say, I like to see a film at the cinema. Mi piace vedere un film al cinema. Let's introduce one more infinitive, and that is that fare one. We've already heard it in the question, cosa si può fare qui? And perhaps you could use this one in doing a trip in a boat, for example. Si, eh, si può fare un giro in barca. Si può fare un giro in barca. Un giro, a trip, in barca, in a boat. Si può fare un giro in barca. Or perhaps a walk in the mountains. Si può fare una passeggiata in montagna. 
si può fare una passeggiata in montagna. So those are some examples of things you might want to find out about when you visit the Tourist Information Office. And that, unfortunately, is all we have time for in this episode. We've covered quite a lot today. Now, you might be wondering where our Café Culturale is this time. Unfortunately, there's not enough time to include it in our main lesson this week. We're going to leave it until next time and we'll add that to our next lesson. Also coming up in our next lesson is talking a little more about directions and giving more detailed information about where places are in the town. We've covered a little bit of that and a little bit of combining prepositions with definite articles today. For example, si può vedere una partita di calcio allo stadio. And we'll be seeing lots more about that in the next lesson. Join me and the rest of the Coffee Break Italian community on Facebook and practice what you've learned at facebook.com forward slash Coffee Break Italian. And don't forget, you can also find us on Twitter at Learn Italian. And if you have had any interesting experiences in in Italian tourist offices or indeed when you have been on a vacation in Italy, then let us know either on Twitter or indeed on Facebook. Of course, if you'd like to get more out of your Coffee Break Italian experience, you can head over to coffeebreakitalianplus.com where you can find out more about our video lessons, our lesson notes and indeed the bonus audio for each lesson. That's at coffeebreakitalianplus.com. But for now, that is it. È tutto per oggi. Grazie, a presto, ciao. Ci vediamo presto. Arrivederci. This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.